Star Wars 7x7 episode 537. Today we continue our series of looks at the Force Awakens characters and what new things we've learned about them. And today we are looking at Finn. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and thanks again for bearing with the voice on the men. <laughs> Hopefully back to normal in a day or two. And before we begin talking about Finn, there's one thing I wanted to flag for you as regards the Force Awakens box office numbers. On Monday alone, Force Awakens made $40 million, which sounds like a drop in the bucket compared to all the money that it's made so far. But it is the highest Monday take ever. And I guess Spider-Man 2 had previously held that record, so it had been up for a while, but not so much anymore. So Force Awakens now holding the largest Monday ever. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah. It dominates every day of the week, of course. (laughs) And there's a guy on Forbes who has done some deep analysis of the trends of how box office numbers drop from opening weekend Sunday until Monday, and he looks at the percentage of the drop, and it turns out that The Force Awakens has had the lowest drop of any movie ever, save one, and that is, yeah, drum roll, please, that would be Avatar, that's right, and of course Avatar made precious little by comparison in its first weekend, 77 million domestically to the 230-odd million that Force Awakens made, but hey, it maintained the percentage, which means they still had to move a heck of a lot of tickets. It's pretty darn good, so Force Awakens still on track to do some serious damage at the box office and to possibly contend for the biggest movie of all time, which is really super cool. All right, let's talk about Finn, shall we? We got a lot of information about Finn from the teasers and trailers that we saw, but we got a lot of refinement of information about him thanks to the movie itself. For one thing, we knew that he was in the First Order from a young age, but we find out that he was actually taken from his family at a young age to become part of the First Order. And we also find out that the First Order folks are programmed in some way. Maybe if you want to say brainwashed, I guess you could say that as well. But there's an argument between Kylo Ren and General Hux about whose methods are going to work better for the First Order's army, and General Hux is on the programming side of things, whereas Snoke and Kylo Ren, I guess, are talking about a clone army. So that's, I guess, still up in the offing, which is a really uh, interesting possibility for future installments in this saga. But it turns out that Finn is a programmed First Order trooper, and there are such things as reconditioning, which Finn was supposed to be on his way to after his lack of shooting at the uh, massacre on Jakku. And it turns out that he has only been, or he's only been programmed the original time. He's never had to have been sent for reconditioning of any sort. So this is a a brand new deviation for him. And as he deviates, he starts to get. Um, shall we say, devious (laughs) in a uh, good sense of the word. Like, for example, when he uh, takes Poe Dameron and breaks him out of his 
imprisonments with the First Order and says that he's doing it because it's the right thing to do. And Poe sees through that immediately and says, you obviously need a pilot. And he says, yeah, yeah, we got to go. So, yeah, he's willing to BS his way out of situations, but it seems like he's willing to do it for the good of some cause one way or the other. And we find out also that he's given the name Finn, or at least had it suggested to him, by Poe, because when they introduce themselves and he, they're flying away through the TIE fighter, uh, Poe asks what Finn's name is, and he just says FN2187. Poe's like, nah, I can't call you that. How about Finn? Can I call you Finn? Yeah, okay. So they have a bromance developing, which is pretty awesome. And you can tell also by how psyched Finn is when he sees the black X-Wing fighter tearing up the skies of Takadana and Finn is admiring it and shouting out, that's one heck of a pilot. So (laughs) serious bromance developing there. And back to Finn being devious in his own way, of course, convincing Ray that he's part of the resistance when in fact he is not. And he doesn't really put one over on BB-8, but he does manage to talk BB-8 into revealing the location of the Resistance base, which is, I would say, pretty smooth talk and stuff, even though he uses much of the truth to be able to get there. And then he convinces everyone to go to Starkiller Base and that he can help out with the destruction of the base when really he's not entirely sure and he's only going there to try and rescue Ray because he feels like it's his fault that she got taken away and kidnapped and probably the best exchange at least for me in the movie is when Harrison Ford finds out that that's what he's there for it's like millions of people like the galaxy is depending on us and Finn says we'll just use the force and Harrison Ford says that's not how it works (laughs) it just killed me I have to say I think at this point I'm willing to declare The Force Awakens possibly the funniest of all seven of the movies so far and I'd love your opinion on that too if you think The Force Awakens is the funniest of all the Star Wars movies or if you don't then tell me what your funniest nominee is chime in at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com now we knew from other articles that were released before The Force Awakens that stormtroopers have been trained in a number of tactics or maybe this was a leak or a rumor or something including possibly fighting lightsabers Um, so some sort of sword fighting which would suggest that the riot control trooper he came across with the electrostaff and the fight that they had and how well Finn did for the most part in that battle, that that had to do with training in fighting against swords and sword-like weapons, not necessarily that he has some sort of force power. Although I got to say, I would like to see that be the case. I would like to see Finn turn out to have some sort of force powers. And unfortunately, we don't really have the evidence for that just yet. But it was really interesting to hear that riot trooper like yell, traitor, at him, traitor, and... How does he know Finn? Like, did they give, you know, did the First Order people, like, give an alert and show a picture of Finn? Say, if you find this guy, like, yell traitor at him and fight him? Or, I mean, is it possible that that there's somehow something about the way that they're programmed that they just know? They were able to recognize Finn regardless of whether he was in his armor or not. I mean, we don't know what the First Order troopers are like, but we know that Phasma was like, you know, who gave you permission to take your helmet off? So I doubt there's a lot of fraternizing among the First Order troops, and yet they knew, and Kylo Ren knew that exactly who Finn was, knew him as FN-2187, knew him as the guy who didn't fire his blaster on Jakku. It's really kind of fascinating how he was picked out of a crowd, even though he is essentially nameless and faceless. 
but he's courageous and he's got a conscience and he's inventive and yeah i think we've got the makings of a really cool hero for the force awakens and finn and i certainly hope he wakes up quickly out of that coma or whatever he's in for episode eight so if you have any other facts that you want to share about finn then by all means leave them in the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com hey rebel rouser if you've got a business that you need to get in front of a bunch of star wars fans then i've got an idea for you I'm looking for a sponsor to get the entire Star Wars 7x7 team over to London for Star Wars Celebration Europe next July. And we get a ton of exposure when we do Star Wars Celebration podcasts. Not just the regular episodes, but the bonus stuff, and all the in-person stuff too, not to mention all the live streaming video we do. So if that's something of interest to you, then reach out via the contact form at sw7x7.com and let's talk. And now for some trivia. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you who Luke was mourning when he said, I can't believe he's gone, and that was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Today, a Force Awakens question. When Rey holds the lightsaber for the first time, if you imagine her being a baseball player, which way is she holding it, right-handed or left-handed? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your head gets stuck on a battle droid body... Check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a series of bad puns, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!